1: How do
0: you dance to
2: this? We can find a way if you
0: want. I think
2: that's a I think that's a a good dance. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Hi, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. You're watching the Shades of Blue recap show. I'm your host, Brandon Marlowe. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at b a m b a I'm joined by my co-host, Samantha Benitz.
3: Hi, guys. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Samantha underscore Beneitz.
2: Miera Jennings.
3: Hello,
4: everybody. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miera Jennings.
2: And the lovely Erica Green.
4: Hello, it's Erica J. Green on all social medias.
2: Hello, ladies. Hi. Hello. Hello. Okay. Before we get started, I have to I have to call myself out because <laughs> as soon as we got done the last episode, I, I heard about it and then I rewatched it and I called Ray Liotta <laughs> the wrong name for half of the episode and none of you corrected me.
1: No, can't you see i staring at you? Why are you saying no, that? No, I that? thought you were just
2: giving me the eyes, like, <laughs> I
0: didn't know Hello? like, hey, girl,
2: <laughs> how, how are you doing? No one said anything. So first, I wanted to apologize to you all because that, like, I could not have kept a straight face. Second, everyone listening, I'm sorry. I do make mistakes. I'm going to make another one throughout the series. I'm sure, but. I'm going to try and stick with Waz because I can guarantee I would call him Lolita <laughs> <laughs> again. It has a
4: nice ring to it. It does, right? <laughs> Understandable.
2: It was in it was just a little flub. But uh Ray Liota, I will I will try to make sure that doesn't happen again. Uh but okay, so we're into the second episode. Let's do a little recap. Who wants to do yes. for first episode, in case anyone's just tuning in now?
4: Okay. Absolutely. So just to make sure we're all caught up in all the crazy action so far, um, last week we were introduced to our main character, Miss Harley Santos, NYPD detective. And right off the bat, things got a little cray-cray, right? Mm-hmm. We see they had to cover up a murder by her new fellow rookie cop, Loman. And so now we're automatically seeing the tension and we know that there's corruption going on and these cops are dirty and we're all into it because we love some dirt. So that's basically what happens. Um, Harley Santos gets snagged by the FBI and they talk her into becoming an informant because she wants to, you know, protect her daughter. And so we see the conflict going on with her because she's very close to L- Lieutenant Waz, which is the leader of their group and... Lo and behold, he catches wind that there is a rat in their group. So he wants Harley to help them out or help him out, figure out who's the rat. He wants to kill the rat, get them out of there. They're collecting their money. They don't need anybody snitching, right? Mm-hmm. Snitches get stitches. Am I right? <laughs> I'm going to get yeah, that, that on a shirt a for all of
2: us to wear <laughs> yes. before, before the series is over. Absolutely. Snitches so now stitches.
4: we're just left with what is Harley going to do? She's caught between a rock and a hard place. So we're going to figure out what is she going to do?
2: And so we all the general consensus for the last recap show was that we loved the first episode. We yeah. like seeing Jennifer Lopez in this gritty role. Mm-hmm. We'd like seeing such great acting from from Ray Liotta. Yeah. Thank you. All right. uh, who plays uh, Lieutenant <laughs> Wise. So for us it was it was a hit, but yeah. critics had other things to say.
3: Yeah, the critics reviews are in and let's say they're a little lackluster. Well, JLo, you can't please them all, clearly. So the Hollywood Reporter says Shades of Blue is, as a whole, not a very good show. Still, it's at least a bad show in a way that's compatible with a lot of Lopez's bad movies. (laughs) So it should satisfy its intended audience. Another one from Variety says it's a drama that paints ultimately with a rather familiar palette. And Industry Trade Deadline says it's sadly nothing great and far beneath her talents. That's rough. So for us, we liked it. Yeah. <laughs> and also, hey, it did all right. I mean, the ratings are still good. NBC is first in viewership in adults ages 18 to 49 since 2010. So it was a win as far as that's concerned. But how do you guys feel about it? Yeah.
1: Um, we were talking about it earlier. It just so, right now, this second episode, I feel like we're kind of. to stand still. Mm-hmm. They're ta- repeating the same things. She doesn't want to be the informant. Her daughter's daughter ha- um, is kind of having a little troubles. Waz is trying to figure out who's the rat. So to me, <laughs> the second episode de- definitely needs to be picked up a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, before it. But we did find out a secret for those who watch, if you watch the second episode today. So yeah.
3: A little secret.
2: Now I think, I understand where the critics are coming from. There's definitely a built-in audience for anyone who likes j lo as a performer and Jennifer Lopez as an actress because mm-hmm. if you've seen The Boy Next Door enough like we spoke about last week she can play that character and for mm-hmm. them to say it's beneath her compliments her in a way that she's not gonna come for them it's a nice and, spin <laughs> right and I think that there there is some truth to that that you're confined to certain aspects of, of a show and how it's written because of commercials so some of the beats that we get from the show I think make it so like the second episode maybe was a little bit uh bland Mm. because maybe the third episode is really good just the way it had to be written out so i think this is one of those shows that we're going to get some of those episodes where it's maybe not enough enough content to keep our interest and then the next one will peak and be really great so i don't think we should tune out just yet from what the critics say Mm
4: -hmm.
2: it it's going to serve it's going (laughs) to serve a purpose and for those of us who like her in these types of roles we'll really enjoy the show and anyone else who just tunes in you might love it. You might hate it. You can change the channel. So, Hit <laughs> or miss. Right.
4: Yep. Uh,
2: now, there's something before we get into the episode <laughs>
1: yeah, I yeah. want to
2: talk about because a critic is a critic.
1: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Get off. And you can be a critic <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. and Absolutely. And
2: I am talking to you, Lady Sandsnake. <laughs> uh, this was a comment left on YouTube, and I want to read it. It just says, Dear Host, Kissing JLo's Bum Much. <laughs> yeah. Let's state fact. <laughs> JLo is an awesome performer, but dear God, she cannot act, especially compared to the Thursday evening TV ladies. Harsh. Oh, wow. And I think <laughs> if, if I know who this individual is referring to, you're going to get a Viola Davis. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to get a Mariska Hargitay. Mm-hmm. You're going to get women who are very seasoned. And so I think I think Lady Sandsnake. I think that you should <laughs> you should look at it based on what Jennifer Lopez has done. Mm-hmm. She's never done a TV show in, right. in this capacity. Mm-hmm. She's had guest appearances. But to have something that she is leading, mm-hmm. I think, is a, a great thing for her. I think it's going to benefit her for when we see her in her next movie. It's just a different type of role and position. And we read everything you say. So Absolutely. you'll see that uh, Mira, Erica, and Samantha all responded to comments. I, I kept my mouth shut because <laughs> it was only episode one. And so as we get into it, I'll start responding to more. But I just want to let you guys know that we do look at it. We do respond. And we do care what you say. But we're not kissing anyone's... We're not kissing anyone's...
1: No No bum kissing We're we're not kissing anyone's
2: bum. We we are a fan of Jennifer Lopez. That's why we're here. When we sign up for these shows, there's something that piques our interest. For me, it was Jennifer Lopez, like I'm sure it was... For you guys as well right. it was a big Amy name Liotta,
3: DeMatteo, yeah. all right. three, cast. Together. and mm-hmm.
1: we weren't comparing we're not comparing her no if you watch the show to watch the show we're not trying to compare her to viola davis or
3: anyone right. else on. but, but they're veterans yeah right
2: but but i will say to lady sand snake that if jennifer lopez does something in the show we don't agree with we will not just just Praise perpetuate our love for jennifer <laughs> lopez we'll call her out on it that's what we're here okay. for we're here to give you an honest opinion and so we're going to get into our honest opinions for the second <laughs> yes. episode. And uh, a huge theme of the second episode was Jennifer Lopez, uh, her character, Harley, mm-hmm. framing her ex. And that really shows you the mm-hmm. foundation for her interactions and relationship with Ray Liotta's character, was, And it, it kind of played out and took this whole episode over.
3: Definitely. I mean, you see that she's been in an abusive relationship in the past, and clearly she wasn't able to get over that. So maybe there is a little something we don't know about why this man was sent to prison. Did he actually murder somebody, or was he set up because he's an abusive boyfriend and the father of her daughter, Christina? So that could have been something she was premeditating in order to save not only herself, but her position and her family. I think it's oh sorry,
1: I think it's interesting that they show um that part on this episode because it mm-hmm. also sh- goes more to show the relationship between Waz and Harley. Now we see that he actually has something over Harley, yeah, Waz covered nice. up the fact that she attempted to you know frame her ex boyfriend, so now you know she's even in a bigger bind. you give up laws, you're giving up yourself still. Yeah. So um, it's interesting to see how that's going to play out in the end. So. Absolutely, yeah. and I just
4: loved seeing the fact that we, I mean, the fact that we got to see where she started and how they developed that relationship and why she even became mm. this corrupt. I mean, I still don't want to see her as corrupt, but why she kind of got on the road to uh, make the decision she's making now. I think it's always nice to see where characters started out and how they got to the point that they're at. Nobody starts, well, I don't think, I'm not a cop, I don't know, but <laughs> (laughs) nobody starts as a corrupt cop, there's always a decision to be made that leads them on that path. So I'm glad we got to see the backstory behind that, finally. You know what's
2: interesting Mm -hmm. about your comment is that no one starts as a corrupt cop. I think that you have kind of a moral fiber and you get into certain positions where you make tough choices. Mm. And her choice, as we saw from this episode, was to frame her ex to keep her Mm -hmm. and her baby safe. Christina, you see that that is really her driving factor in the series from episode one to episode two. That's what is going to keep uh, Jennifer Lopez's character Harley kind of focused on mm-hmm. what needs to, what needs to be done. Now, what's interesting is that he he supports her doing that and more or less tells her. Uh, I'm speaking about Waz tells her how to get rid of the evidence that could bring it back right. to her. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of it's foreshadowing the rest of the season. I think of how he's helping her and if I. I see what's happening in the past. It's kind of easy to predict the future. We see their relationship. We see that he's mentored her in the wrong direction, right? Yeah. Absolutely. I'm definitely inter- inter- yeah,
1: same. and I'm interested to know where their relationship started beyond just that point because it seems that they have, like, foundation of, like, their friendship and, and familyness like, way before that, for him to, like, put his career on the line just for some random officer. I'm Mm. interested to know the backstory more in I feel
3: like he sees so much potential in her because there was this conversation between this FBI personnel and Stahl, and basically she mentions to him, if Wozniak didn't get his hooks into her, you'd be working for her. Mm -hmm. So he obviously sees that she's got great potential and a lot going for her, but yet again, she's also got the biggest secrets, the most to lose, which makes her a perfect profile for an FBI informant. Mm -hmm. So it's clear to see why they'd go after her. Mm -hmm.
2: Right. Uh, Now, for for Ray Liotta's character, Wozniak, he makes a point to tell tell her that he handpicked his crew. So for, you know, to kind of clarify some of these things, Mm -hmm. you saying, I want to see the backstory. I want to see kind of where that came from. I think that really is telling when he said he picked it. He knew. He knew that she was in a position to where that's kind of where they began. If anything, from what we've seen in the first two episodes, that was probably their jumping-off point to where that trust was being built. Because you could see on her facial expressions and their interaction while he was interrogating her, Mm -hmm. that she didn't know which way that conversation was going to go. So, Mm -hmm. to me, they didn't have much of a relationship before that. If, Mm If I'm just going based off that scene, that was probably when things started to happen. It was 2006, I believe it said, on the tape. So, 05. 05.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So uh, based on Christina's age, it would have been very small. I think that's where things really started to take off. And he started to give her a little bit of direction. She started to take it the wrong way. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's probably where right. the jumping off point is.
4: And what's interesting about that is, as we saw in episode one, that's kind of her, the role she took with Loman. When Loman shot the man she advised him, Mm -hmm. okay, we're going to do this, we're going to cover it up. So it's cool to see that she kind of took after her, uh, not father figure, but after Waz, after her mentor, Uh and kind of showing the rookie how it's done, how to cover up some stuff. So (laughs) I think that's really interesting comparison.
2: Now, your mom is a police officer, or was retired now, Mm -hmm. correct? Yes. Now, does she ever talk about this? She knows that you're doing the show. Has she given you any insight as to...
1: She recently was like, Erica, send me the link so I can check it out. And I was like, yeah, mom, (laughs) you're going to love this show. She's like, yeah, if you need me to call in, I was like, yeah, we'll get back to you, (laughs) We should have (laughs) a call in. No, we definitely will. But yeah, she's long-winded with the talking, so I'll have to
0: pull it back. She
1: has lots of insight. She was a police officer for 30-plus years, was a detective at the end of her career. So I've heard some crazy stories.
2: Now, does she say when things like this happen, if you have a... Uh, a lieutenant or someone above you who works a certain way, is that typically the way that things are handled? So for this instance, Wozniak teaching Jennifer Lopez's character Harley kind of the ropes the wrong way, and now her perpetuating that with her uh, rookie. Mm. I I wonder if that's how it is really in in real life for police officers who are kind of led down the wrong path and then that cycle is very hard to break
1: Yeah, I think yeah she's had some mentors in her days and I've met some of them one of them actually was like the security for the NBA but they they, there was no corruption in their part you know and Mm -hmm. if there was you know she wouldn't talk about it with me but I don't I definitely don't think that in her precinct but um, yeah it's definitely used you're influenced by someone who's been there longer because it's your, it's your life on the line. Mm-hmm. So you want to know as much as you you can about that. You want to know, you know, get your your senses right. If, you know, you want to get on on point with that. So mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. You're thinking, you know, I want to soak up as much as possible from mm-hmm. someone who has been doing this ten years, twenty years plus. Because a lot of police officers, as you see when they were going through the history, you're a police officer for a long time. They, right. they they mm-hmm. love their job. Where you know they can't see themselves doing anything else but um yeah i think that's just what it is you just want to soak up every piece of knowledge that you can so you can live mm-hmm. <laughs> make it through, right. you know right. day by day and they show that in these episodes every day their life is put on the line which i couldn't fathom you know you're going into work and you could possibly lo- lose your life right. that's i can't imagine so yeah
2: i think that's why we connect with harley so yeah. much because we see that the, and as i've coined that crooked cops with a conscience, that she she knows that she's not doing the right things, but she's really trying to do it for good reasons. And that's kind of why she took Loman in and really tried to do what she believed was the right thing. But in episode two, you see that it's really starting to affect him. He's isolated himself from the rest of his crew, which, this is just a side note, but they use that word so much in the second episode. Crew, like, everything is your crew. (laughs) Your partner's like, are they not your friends? Anyway... Not a lo- the squad. A squad. A squad. Yeah. It's like Taylor Swift. Like your crew. Squaggles. <laughs> squaggles. Right. Squag- <laughs> hashtag squaggles. That's what we'll start using on the official app. Shades of Blue. But that's a, that is such a prominent aspect of this episode. Even though we don't see a lot of it, it's referenced a ton. Right. You know, where is Loman? What is he doing? Mm-hmm. Well, Loman is the one who who essentially caught the shooter mm-hmm. by getting the footage. But you see the, that internal conflict Uh, on on the outside because he is just kind of a shell even when approached by a fellow officer they start to get into it a little bit what did you guys think of that scene where they're almost fighting
3: Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm It's interesting because he's referred to, even in joking ways, um, as a killer. They kind of just make fun of him for his whole circumstance of having shot someone dead on his second day of work. Mm-hmm. So you can see that eating away at him because not only did he not do it, but he's having to cover up for Jennifer Lopez, who is his boss, and kind of teaching him the way. So if this is the justice he's learning how does he go around it, you know? It's gonna be a really interesting thing to see how that develops considering, I feel like Loman has such a guilty conscience. It's only a matter of time before it breaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love
1: what he said in his speech um during their monologue how he was like I want to be a different type of cop. I mm-hmm. see the I see the way that y'all are doing things and that works for you, mm-hmm. but I want to be a different type of cop. Yeah, I made a mistake, right. but I want to rectify this going forward and be better than that. And I, I just love I, I don't I'm still trying to see what his how why is he so relevant? I'm still I know y'all, He's you you know be I want relevant, it. I'm like I'm going to be dead mm-hmm. right. <laughs> He's got one episode up up left. no <laughs> right no. And now it's, it's looking like he's going to play like a pivotal part in all of this mm-hmm. unfolding in the end. So I'm interested to see what's going down. What's his part, you know, in this all mm-hmm. of this?
2: Now they're really using him for social commentary, as we spoke about last week, and something that's all over the news: Black mm-hmm. Lives Matter, mm-hmm. the the cops killing African American um, teens walking down the street, mm-hmm. you know, cornered, not doing anything, and it's it's such a a heavy issue that is really rooted in the first two episodes, because Absolutely. you see it still, still eating at at Loman, the fact that he's an African American yeah. police officer who now has shot uh, a black teenager or early, early adult who's just playing a video game. So you, so you but see, he was a criminal. He, he, he was, was a criminal, criminal yeah. but at the time was not doing anything. Yeah, and I think that's I, a lot of the, a lot of the chatter and a lot of mm-hmm. the the rationalization of, mm-hmm. of a lot of these killings going on around the country is that well they have a criminal record or they were they were in this place doing something that could have been deemed criminal activity right and, and and it is if you put yourself in a position to where it to me if you don't put yourself in a position to get shot doing doing something it's less likely now in this episode we see he is a criminal, but he's just in his apartment. The one thing I, I wish that they would do differently is not have all the criminals on the show be African-American mm-hmm. right. or a minority. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the people who we see in real life are not minorities. Yeah. Are, are not, mm-hmm. I think they need to start introducing some yeah. some different aspects there. And I know that they're doing it as, as commentary on what's going on in society. And I think that that's great. The only way to get people to talk is to put it in entertainment now, because it's what society is rooted in is what's on TV. Mm-hmm. And so I think they're doing a good job with that, but I would like to see a little bit more diversity yeah, of the criminals, mm-hmm, which definitely. sounds mm-hmm. silly, Most of but... Most
1: people shooting up places, too, where they're not only black, you know, right? but, yeah, you're, you're
4: definitely right on that. And maybe they will mm-hmm. come forth. We're only on second episode. We're talking about... <laughs> yeah. But we'll I do see. have to give them props for actually incorporating a pretty well-diverse... Cast, right, yeah, I mean, the main characters are pretty diverse, so I'm glad to see something like that on network primetime TV. I, NBC's pretty good at that, actually. They too. are. They, yeah. have a they good are.
2: Diversity. We we were speaking about Law and Order SVU. That it is very. There is no one off limits on that show, and it is, <laughs> it is always very diverse. Yep. I just think with this show and this type of of social issue right now, the and, criminals.
4: Maybe. Right. The, mm-hmm. I think.
2: I think that is the only thing that that we shouldn't be perpetuating on TV, and especially a new show like this that is led by a Hispanic woman. Obviously, that's diversity right there that not a lot of shows are being led by a Hispanic lead, which Mm -hmm. is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. So let's get rid of some of those other stereotypes that we see, too. I think it's great to use in the beginning episodes to kind of serve... As the foundation where mm. we're going, mm. you know what what the country's crossroads are right now with yeah. with police who are there to protect us and the citizens who none of us want to be walking down the street in a hoodie and, and be shot for not doing anything. Right. So I hope that they just kind of get away from that a little bit, yeah. Yeah, right? Definitely.
3: Yeah, escape no. the racial profiling.
2: Yeah, definitely. And and for the show, what they're what they're doing, they're you know introducing a lot of different characters in the second episode. They put a little bit more emphasis on. Uh, now I'm worried about everyone's name. <laughs> about Tess, who is... Yes. Andrea De
3: DeMatteo.
2: Thank you. Uh, we don't see a, a lot from it, but she has uh, a pretty intense scene yeah. in a bar. What mm-hmm. did you guys think of what was going on there? Because I couldn't get a feel for
4: That was crazy. I'm still trying to figure out the the relevance of the whole cheating thing for Thank me. You. I yes. think mm-hmm. maybe they might just be focusing on it for the simple purpose of giving us an idea of her personality and, like, how she's very paranoid and always thinking the worst of people. So I think that's what they're trying to do, but maybe there's more of a role as to why her husband's cheating. I don't don't understand. It could
3: also serve as a trust issue that she's going to bring into the whole, you know, being checked for if she's lying or not, doing Mm -hmm. the lie detector test and seeing if it's going to come out as her getting nervous or overthinking as the FBI stall said, you know, so it's going to be interesting to see, but the fact that she's willing to go into a bar (laughs) and beat down a girl in daylight and just put up the badge once more
4: time. (laughs) Absolutely, (laughs) like, (laughs) what? Just don't
3: even try. Police (laughs) business, we're out of here, forget
4: it. So, it's interesting. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I think... Maybe it will make more sense once we actually meet the husband. Right. Because
4: I'm like, why is you?
3: Why
1: do we care that you keep getting into it with your husband (laughs) with all this going on? Harley's going to lose her livelihood as we know it. Why are we still back over here with you and your husband (laughs) fighting? So I want to, I do, I want to see what's going on with you. Well, instead of asking why.
3: I did read this interview with, uh, Barry Levinson, who directed the first few episodes, and he mentioned that he wanted to escape the whole issue of J-Lo and Wozniak's character, so Harley and Wozniak, oh. basically, because it can't serve as a foundation for right. the entire 13 episodes, so he kind of wants to escape and add in subplots to make it more wholesome and kind of give other things. Hmm. Make other things. That out. is I need to understandable.
4: Be stronger, yeah. Right, but I don't think I care enough about <laughs> yeah. that one. But I get what you're trying to do. Right. But right. maybe let's switch <laughs> it up a little bit.
2: Well, let's talk about how it could switch up. Let's get into some predictions for, okay. for what's to come.
0: Okay.
2: I can barely contain it because I have so many. <laughs>
0: Oh. I, I'm so this fond of the eerie, eerie lights.
2: I hope I don't have a stroke. Uh, okay. So, so Loman, huge predictions for him.
4: He's got a I'm
2: like, I will, I refuse <laughs> to say Tess's real name because I know I'm going to mess that up. Uh, but I think the trust issue with Tess is going to tie into her investigating Harley. Mm. I think because they the two women in the show that are really the most prominent. I think that we're going to see a little, a battle of sorts there. I think that. Her trust issue and her husband is going to, to translate into a trust issue with uh, Harley kind of disappearing, the random phone calls. I think we're going to see her playing a role to really help Waz later on.
3: Mm, I'm going to say Miguel Zapata Uh, Harley's ex is he's coming out of prison and he's going to say something about the former murder that he was allegedly set up on Mm -hmm. and that's going to really set the stage for whatever's going on
4: between Wozniak and Harley that's a good one that is good well, let me just first say that Loman's going to continue to live past <laughs> <Loman> episode <laughs> three. So that's my first prediction. And also, um, I'm I'm with Samantha on this one. I'm interested to see Miguel's role once he does get out. If he does, which I'm thinking he will, it's really going to shake things up with Harley. She won't be able. I mean, she's going to be focusing on the FBI situation and her daughter and precinct and everything mixed up with her ex getting out, who is abusive. It's really going to make things crazy. So.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's gonna
4: be. Weird. I think um, we, I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna say this.
1: I won't be surprised if there is are two informants. If Harley's not the only informant, mm, and that is where the up. leak came from, I'm, I would not one. be surprised at all if there is not another informant, or if they make a deal with Wasp to sell mm-hmm. out everyone so he can save himself. And I wouldn't be surprised at that either.
0: Now, where, do, where does Watch. that
2: leave? Where does that leave Loman? Because obviously he played right. a little bit more pivotal role in this episode. I might have to retract my statement from last episode <laughs> that he's gonna I die. I with you too. But he still could, and <laughs> the only drink. reason I say that he could die is because he he could be like the martyr. He could be the mean. one who yeah. who is really rooted in in his. In his ethics, he's he's the only one who we see really conflicted, and so he could still die a different kind of death, maybe episode seven (laughs) or eight, but that that would really shake everyone who now has to think about the decisions they've made for the last decade or however long. Mm -hmm. But I think that I think that he's going to start working in cahoots with the FBI. Mm
4: -hmm. He might. I mean, Mm -hmm. think about Mm -hmm. it. He but. Like we said earlier, we don't really know what he has to lose yet. I mean, yes, he's fresh, he's a rookie, and he has his ethics and his morals, but we don't know about his family life. We don't know what he, you know, if he has anyone to protect. And um, kind of what we got out of this episode is they choose the informants based on, you know, the secrets they have mm-hmm. um, and what they have at stake. I don't know if we have enough information on Loman's character yet to. Figure that out, but that's a pretty good point.
3: Definitely.
2: Now Jennifer Lopez, uh, in this episode, gave a lot of different types of performances because she's mm-hmm. acting as an actress and then acting as a non-informant to to keep <laughs> to keep within the crew. Yeah. And she had some interesting uh, insights in some recent interviews. So we should probably get into news and gossip to yes. to, to talk about the different roles she's taking on. After
0: Buzz TV news.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, so Jennifer, we all know that she's having her three-year span of shows in Vegas, which is going to kick off at the AXIS in Planet Hollywood, January 20th.
2: Roll one. Yes. Singer,
1: <laughs> yes, J Lo get it. But um, also, it was said that she doesn't think of herself as the boss lady on the set. She says that they're just like a family. Um, she doesn't try to get, I guess, extra perks and stuff. Hey, I'm the boss lady. Bring me some donuts and coffee. I guess. Role number so that's
2: two, nice to know. executive producer. <laughs> right? Like she, she is doing. It. She's doing a lot: acting, producing, performing in Vegas. She's doing the most. And, and we want
1: to working. say to Sandy Snake we're giving props. We're not we don't have to tear another female down. We're giving props where credit is due. Mm-hmm. She works her butt off so mm-hmm. that's all we're doing.
2: Speaking yep. of working your butt off, I did not notice this and um, maybe some of the people watching or listening have, Ryan Seacrest is an executive producer.
3: Yeah. Interesting, I, I know.
2: I didn't notice that yeah. in the first episode credits and I, I looked at I it this time and that. I thought what an interesting choice. I don't know mm. that he's produced a scripted series yet
4: no he Um, also
3: produces American Idol which he's also doing as well in her last season so Mm -hmm. those two work together now I feel like a decent bit so they're kind of learning what works and doesn't and I really think with those two masterminds you know putting forth this project that I think it's going to turn out pretty good I have high hopes Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: what else do we have anything good any other juicy news? I don't know.
3: Well, I was reading um,
4: also an interview kind of about how J-Lo doesn't really Throw her diva card around set, mm-hmm. and you know she invited the whole cast to come celebrate her birthday with her Aww. on a yacht and okay. all this stuff. So I feel like she's really down to earth, and that's what I like. To, I like to hear on kinda, a yacht. I mean, <laughs> she invited the rest of the people, oh, God, so no. I I like to hear stuff like that because yeah. I feel like we can kind of get caught up in the whole diva-licious side of
2: people. Mm-hmm. But
4: it's nice to hear those little stories. She's and human now and then. still, for mm-hmm. sure.
2: Well, I have a little something. I don't know if you guys knew this, but I got to go to the Golden Globes. So this last weekend and she was on the red carpet and she looked beautiful she had a stunning yellow yellow gown which is a very bold choice Mm -hmm. it that is a color that you either wear well or you retire because um, (laughs) because it's not a lot of people can't she has the complexion for it so obviously Mm. she wore it well like we, we knew that she she would but she commented on her character on the show Harley, saying that she wears more makeup to bed than Harley wears on the show, <laughs> and she was done amazing for the Golden Globes. Anyone who's seen photos of her, yeah. uh, a lot of people are saying online that it's the best she's ever looked in terms of makeup. That it was it was just enough mm-hmm. that uh, she she is just aging beautifully, like aging. At, at a good rate, but she also eats well, she exercises a lot, so I think there's there's something to say, maybe we can take a note for, Salmon right. for this. Sal- Salmon. Salmon. Salmon and veggies. Salmon and veggies. All day, every day. Uh, <laughs> but God, it was just, she really was. Right.
4: It's really nice to see the development of her fashion over time, and she's always kind of been like a fashion icon at Definitely. these red carpet events. She brings it. Absolutely. Every Everything from that um, that green low-cut dress. Yes, Every single making event, making history iconic. with that one, yes. right? Everybody
1: knows. So don't y'all <laughs> love how they dress her on the show? Though it's so like downplayed. <laughs> downplayed
4: sweaters. sweaters but you know what? They stains. still they still
2: show some cleavage. That was
4: good. <laughs> That's right? They mean, have something for the men,
2: uh, a badass woman for the women watching, and so, like a little sex pot for the <laughs> men who are yeah. watching and with their wives. Speaking of that,
4: let's talk about the sexual tension between. Harley and oh all these boy. these uh, <laughs> yeah, characters, goodness! Everybody wants a piece of Harley, right? The ADA, goodness! <laughs> doll. Get it, girl! <laughs> I'm like Harley is a hot.
2: Topic. Hot, to- is. <laughs> right. hot topic. All right, I like that topic. analogy. A hot topic. They want the J Lo down. They okay. They, yes. they they want to know yes. what she's doing. I can't but you But I do think that's going to be an interesting <laughs> aspect of the show. Is is why why are they giving us these like little nuggets of, oh, of yeah. love? Oh, yeah. Because they, you get it from all these different guys. Uh, Ray Liotta's character, a different kind of love, right. very uh, paternal, fatherly great Mm -hmm. so he's kind of ruled out but then you have these other two the FBI agent Stahl Mm. who pins her up against the
1: fence (laughs) and he says
2: I'll do whatever you say like she is just feeding into it and then you get the ADA coming along just getting chatty Kathy because he he has something (laughs) to (laughs) say
3: personal and don't forget the boxer in episode oh, one, yeah. who she's hot and heavy with in the first few minutes.
1: Hey, girl, have yeah. the okay?
2: Right. So I think we'll see some of that develop. Um, Jennifer Lopez is is known for dating. She's been with a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. M- yeah. Now with Casper, uh, Ben Affleck in the past. Who was Diddy? Diddy. Diddy. Who yeah. was Mark Anthony? I, Anthony? I always yes, get his her name mixed baby up. Baby
4: Daddy. Max right. and Emmy, her twins. Their so, ex-husband, right? Weren't mm-hmm. they married? Yes. Yeah. So
2: uh, if you want to catch up on anyone that Jennifer Lopez has dated, just <laughs> go ahead and head on over to Google. <laughs> and, uh, you'll be there for a while, oh.
1: but, but God
2: bless, oh, sh- because sh- sh- I love a woman who wants to love and doesn't <laughs> give up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you want to catch up on the show, head over to NBC.com, because I think they they air full episodes, and yeah. you can watch clips or there mm-hmm, photos. Mm-hmm. There's some interesting behind-the-scenes stuff, and if mm-hmm, you want to catch up... With us, you can go back and watch last week's episode. You can download it on iTunes for the audio version. Otherwise, YouTube is great because you can see our wacky facial expressions. <laughs> uh, right. but-
0: Ashley Daniels, Kathy Kelly were uh, After Buzz hosts that were on red carpet with Jennifer Lopez and Ray Liotta.
2: So I'm sure they'll have some interviews coming up soon. Ooh. So oh, lookout sounds for those. Good. Could, okay. the, could the people hear that? Yeah. Hello?
1: <laughs> the voice yeah. yeah, oh my
2: god <laughs> phenomenal
3: I saw the photos on After Buzz TV's Instagram and I was looking for the interviews with Kathy Kelly and I couldn't remember the other hosts and I saw them they both look so great and I couldn't find it anywhere so I know they're coming stay tuned we're all going to be watching. That's Maybe we sure.
2: could get get one of them on to give us a little yeah, bit of insight. Awesome. Uh, yeah. uh, I think that would be a really great just addition. And yeah, I'm I so happy that the people could hear what's in our ear because sometimes <laughs> you see shows and a lot of times they have in-ears that you can't see. Right. And so sometimes you get a, a, they're a little dead behind the eyes because they're listening to something. And, and I was a little was a lost. That's not, that's not happened yet. So uh, yes, you can catch up with last week's episode. You can rewatch this on YouTube. And please don't forget to rate, subscribe. And as we said, comment because we will read them
1: Uh, (laughs) call you out we also
2: yeah we also have a guest coming up so i wanted to give you a little tease of that we're not gonna tell you who it is yet but someone from the show will be joining us in studio for an interview so anyone who watches this or reaches out online twitter instagram please if you have a question let us know i'm gonna start writing a list down so hopefully we can get yours in there while the guest is here but we look forward to seeing you guys next week. Thank you guys so much.
4: Thank you. Thank you. I can't <laughs> wait to
2: watch episode next week with you guys. Hopefully it's a little bit more steamy, interesting. Huh? Than a little uh, more
4: spicy. Right. Yeah, we'll see.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for watching. I'm your host, Brandon Marlowe. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at B-A-M-A-R-L-O.
3: I'm Samantha Benitez. You can find me
4: on Twitter and Instagram at Samantha underscore Benitez. Thank you guys again for watching. I'm Miera Jennings. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, at Miera Jennings. Hi, I'm Erica J. Green. You can find me on all social media, Erica J. Green, S-B L J A Y E. Green.
0: From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network.